This is Mary Torres Paust, and you're listening to Lifelines, where we are learning to be spiritual beings living in a material world. Not an easy proposition, and yet here we are, carrying on. Thanks for joining me today. I'm so glad to be back at the mic. One of my favorite things to do is getting a chance to talk to all of you. So, speaking of talking, today's episode is titled, Be Quiet, and yet it's not the way it sounds. I'm not talking about being quiet out in the world. I'm not talking about stifling your opinions. I'm not talking about changing your personality. I'm talking about that inner quiet that is so important for us to seek out in our lives, silence and some solitude. And yet it is such a foreign concept to most of us and to our world. Our world just clamors all the time at us to respond, to react, to do, do, do. And sitting in silence seems like the least productive thing in the world. And yet it is so important and so productive because it is in those few minutes of silence you might take every day that you will regain your balance, rediscover the peace that is at the core of your being, and build toward a place of contentment that can sustain even the most chaotic situations around you. Now, I say that to you as if I'm some sort of silence expert or guru, and I am not. I'm going to tell you right off the bat that I struggle with silence as much as the next person, despite the fact that I go on regular silent retreats, despite the fact that I lead retreats where I ask people to be in silence, despite the fact that I teach meditation classes on putting silence into daily practice. I have a reminder on my device that shall not be named or she will interrupt our podcast every single morning that tells me to meditate. And I can't tell you how often I dismiss that reminder and don't sit down for just a few minutes right then. Why is that? Why is silence so challenging? Not just to find the space in our day, but the actual practice of silence. So that's what we'll talk about today. I'll give you some insights into my journey with silence. When my kids were small and say I was working from home, I was a home-based writer, freelancer, three kids under 10. And, you know, I was lucky if I could get showered and dressed in private, no less put myself in a room and meditate for 10 or 15 minutes with all the kids right outside the door asking for juice. So that was my excuse. I've got three little kids. There's no way it can happen. And if I do have those 10 minutes, well, I need to go throw in a load of laundry. I need to start dinner. I need to help with homework. So that was my built-in ready-made excuse. Now, I did go on a silent retreat when they were young, and it changed my relationship with silence, and it showed me the power of silence, and it became the impetus for me taking regular, up until COVID, annual silent retreats, because I could see what was possible when I just stopped spinning and listened for the still small voice. Fast forward a little bit, and the kids grow up a little, and now it's, well, you know, my space is in the basement. It's not really conducive to meditating. If only I had a private space, this is why I don't meditate. Then fast forward to when I got my full-time job working for the Diocese of Albany, And it became an easy excuse for not meditating. 
I mean, I barely had a moment to myself when I was working at that job. I started when I woke up in the morning. I was usually working right till I went to bed. I worked on the weekends. I mean, how could I possibly meditate? Now I'm no longer in that position. I'm working from my home. My children are all grown. So except for a few little shuttles in the afternoon for my teenager, I have a day to myself where I can arrange my schedule to fit my need for silence. Have I done that? Not really. I still find excuses. And that is because silence is difficult. It is difficult to sit in complete silence and just continue to sit there when the monkey mind, which is what it's known as in Buddhist practice, jumps from one thing to another. You sit down in silence and suddenly you're thinking of every single thing you need to do. You're jumping from the meal you need to cook to the work deadline you have to some event in your life from when you were eight years old that comes out of nowhere because monkey mind will find anything to distract you from your goal, which is to simply sit in silence and let God, however you view God, speak to you. St. Benedict said, listen with the ear of your heart. But it is impossible to listen with the ear of the heart when we have constantly been bombarded with noise and social media and demands and expectations that we will respond in a minute, if not sooner, to every text or email or request that comes in. So I cannot stress enough the joy that you begin to discover when you stop for even five minutes a day and sit in silence. Now, I will tell you that right now as I talk to you, on the floor behind my desk chair is my meditation cushion, the pillow that sits underneath it, and my yoga mat. It is positioned directly in front of my sacred space in front of a window. I have a door that closes. I have a private office now. I have every single thing I said I needed to be able to meditate daily. And yet I still find excuses because meditation stirs things up. We may sit on that cushion and find ourselves crying. We may sit on that cushion and realize there are things in our lives we need to deal with that we've been ignoring because the noise around us allowed us to ignore it. I am convinced that the meditation teacher training program I was in months ago and required me to meditate for a minimum of 20 minutes daily is part of the reason I was able to make a decision to leave my full-time job and go back to my freelance business because it was in that silence that suddenly I could no longer ignore the voice of the spirit. I believe it was the voice of the spirit telling me internally, obviously not in a real voice, this is where you need to go. This is what you are called to do. And it was easy to ignore it with all the noise around me. But once I started dedicating significant chunks of time to silence every single day, I could begin to see my life more clearly and with less fear and a lot more courage for what I knew was not going to be an easy choice. So this is a practice I really recommend that people give a chance. Right now, wherever you are, 
unless you're driving a car or operating heavy machinery, in which case you should save this podcast for later. Stop whatever you're doing. Sit still. Close your eyes. Listen to your breath. Let your shoulders drop away from your ears. Unclench your jaw, because I know you're clenching your jaw. Unfurrow your brow, because I know you're doing that too. Soften your face. Soften your throat. Soften your heart. Soften your belly. Let your hands rest on top of your legs. And just watch your breath. Don't do anything else right now. You don't have to think about any mantra or word or anything other than your breath. Watch the breath flow in. Watch the breath flow out. You are just a non-judgmental observer. If thoughts come, and they will, because that's what they do, you let them float on by like it's a leaf on a stream. You just watch it go by. Don't reach for the leaf. Don't hang on to the leaf. Just watch the leaf float down the stream. And then another will come along. And another. And you just keep doing the same thing. And yeah, your knees will hurt. Your hips will hurt. Your shoulders hurt. Your mind will come up with everything it can think of to tell you you should get up and stop doing this silly exercise. You just sit there anyway. And you just commit for this minute or so to just sit there. This is how you start. Every time you sit down to meditate, you find your quiet spot where you won't be distracted. If you live with other folks, just ask them to honor those next five minutes. And you sit in your place, preferably the same place every day, someplace where maybe you could put a little sacred reminder of your silent practice. You run through that little body scan of relaxing things from the top of your head down. You breathe and you listen. You listen to your heart. You listen to your breath. You listen for the spirit. In fact, if it helps, you could even take one hand to your heart and one hand to your belly and feel that connection. Feel your heart beating. Feel your belly expanding as you breathe. And just listen. Listen for the still, small voice. But don't expect miracles. You're not going to sit down the very first day you do this and get a message from God. Okay, maybe you will, but then you're really special. So let me know if that happens. Most likely, you are going to have to sit like this day after day. And just like it is in prayer sometimes, where it feels like we're praying and it's dry and we're not feeling that connection to God and why not? Because spiritual things are not easy things. We like to think they're easy. And in some ways, when we're young, we kind of turn them into easy things. I can say this prayer and this will do this. I can do this uh, requirement and this will do this. But we all know that it's much deeper than that. It's much deeper than the, the easy traditions that we sometimes follow. When we start going on this inner journey, this inner pilgrimage to our own soul, nothing is really easy about that. And I encourage you to try this for five minutes a day. If you can do more than that, that's great. 
Five, start with five minutes. If you can only do two, start with two minutes. If you do it once and you don't do it again for another week or two, that's okay. Those are more opportunities that, for silence than you've had before. Begin again. Always be willing to be a beginner. Always be willing to pick up the practice and say, yeah, I fell away from it, but now I'm back and I'm going to recommit. And you just keep recommitting as many times as necessary. And that's the beauty of the spiritual journey. Every little step is a little step closer to where we need to go spiritually, deeper into our personal spiritual life and the heart of what we believe. Even if we fall away from the practice, when we come back the next time, we're that much farther along our path. So be gentle with yourself. Be gentle with everything around you. If you try to meditate and somebody starts making noise, rather than get annoyed, use the distraction as a way to try to be centered in the midst of the chaos, which is not an easy thing to do. So try it and see how it starts to change the distractions and the commotion in your life. Okay, so I've probably talked longer than I should considering it's all about silence. So I'm going to let you go and hope that maybe you will find a little bit of silence in your day today and maybe the next day and maybe the one after that. And reach out to me through my website, notstrictlyspiritual.com. You can find my email there. You can find my contact info. You can find me on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter. Reach out to me and let me know how you're doing because I'd love to talk more about what this spiritual journey is for you. Thanks for being here today. See you soon.